Recently, I was sitting with my family around the dining room table when, completely out of the blue, my youngest daughter asked me, Dad, what is a derivative? I burst out laughing. Obviously, trying to remember what she had learned in high school, she continued, isn't it like a math derivative? Once I collected my composure, I explained the reason for my laughter was not because it was a silly question, but rather because right after dinner that night, my plan was to sit down and prepare this podcast on exactly the question that she had asked. So here's what I told my daughter. A derivative is a financial contract between two parties. In simple terms, it is a bet on the price movement of an asset related to the specific contract. The value of the contract is linked to the value of the selected underlying or attached asset. These assets are typically financial instruments like stocks, bonds, currencies, commodities, interest rates, and market indexes. But really, there is no limit to the types of assets that can be used for creating derivatives. Whatever two people want to bet on can create a derivative. The most common forms of contracts are options, either puts or calls, if you've heard those terms, forwards, futures, swaps, rights, and warrants. I'm not going to go into the details about each of these derivative product categories right now. I'll save that for class because that's what chapter 10 is all about. Suffice it to say that derivatives are highly complex financial instruments. They represent an advanced form of investing, but they are not new. In fact, evidence of the first use of futures contracts can be traced back to the second millennium BC in Mesopotamia in the Middle East. They have been used ever since. However, what's different is that as new valuation techniques became more reliable in the 1970s and 1980s due to advanced computer analytics capability, the uses and importance of derivatives in modern finance blossomed. Nowadays, in the financial world, we can't live without them. So how do derivatives impact investors? What are the advantages and the disadvantages? Well, first, derivatives can help individuals minimize or hedge financial risks. For example, a common situation is a farmer who may use a derivative product to lock in a fair price for their crop at a future date when it's harvest time. This way, the farmer is protected from a sudden drop in price just at the time they are trying to sell their crop. At the same time, the investor who enters the contract with the farmer is assuming the risk if the price of the commodity does decline, or perhaps even better for the investor, if they will assume the profit if the price of the commodity at the time of the harvest is actually greater than the price guaranteed to the farmer. But from the point of view of the farmer, this is a conservative investment strategy and very commonly used. A second advantage, and it may seem odd, but often the value of the derivative product is the most effective way of placing a current market price on the actual underlying asset itself. 
Some financial products or assets are not easily or accurately valued, especially if widespread demand is not present, or there's no active market, for example. By creating a derivative market, using the product as the underlying asset for the contracts, investor interest and transactions may increase and create a larger market or more transparent price for the asset itself. A third benefit, derivative markets may actually increase liquidity and make markets more efficient. And we know from past classes, this is a good thing. Liquidity is good. This happens by allowing an equilibrium to happen between the price of the derivative and the price of the underlying asset itself. This in turn reduces the opportunity for arbitrage and price discrepancies, which may restrict or limit trading. A fourth benefit is that derivatives may allow investors access to what may normally be an unavailable asset or market. Not everyone can buy a tanker load of oil or a bunch of gold bars if they want to invest in assets like these that require a large investment. But with the use of derivatives, investors can participate in these specialized investment opportunities. And this would offer additional diversification for their investment portfolios. Finally, a last point, and perhaps the most important, investors must know that derivatives do carry risks, often big risks. It is important to understand that derivative values often come with extreme volatility. And this magnifies both potential gains and potential losses. This is particularly true when the underlying investment strategy is pure speculation. Nothing more than bets. As I said, derivatives are very complicated products. Sometimes even industry professionals themselves don't fully understand how to accurately value them or how they will react and change in price to differing market conditions. Finally, a third pretty big problem is what's referred to as counterparty risk. What does this mean? Well, it's a contract between two parties. And the risk here, known as counterparty risk, is what's the likelihood that the other side of the contract, the other party that you are contracting with, can't pay you if you win the bet and they lose and they're required to pay you? Are they good for the money? That's counterparty risk. And it's a big factor when considering derivative investments. So what is an example of an active derivative market right now as I prepare this podcast? Well, interest rates are a hot topic and the subject of a lot of derivative activity at the moment. As we all know, interest rates have been at historic lows for many years, going right back to the recession of 2008-2009. But recently, there's been a lot of speculation about the future of interest rates. Will they continue at their current low, low, low levels, or will they begin to trend up? This debate has been fueled by talk of the U.S. Federal Reserve, which is the central bank in the United States, beginning to tighten monetary policy 
And as we know from previous classes, tightening monetary policy equates to higher interest rates. So this situation has created a great opportunity for speculative trading in money markets that are highly sensitive to interest rate policy. The main type of derivative here being interest rate options. Traders of short-term interest rate derivatives are piling on in big numbers at the moment, betting on the timing of interest rate increases. Some are saying there's no likelihood of increases in rates in the, in the foreseeable future. Others are saying, look out, they're coming. Many are looking at a jump in the third quarter of 2022, perhaps 25 basis points or so, and another jump in the fourth quarter of 2022, likely two more hikes separately, each maybe another 25 basis points each. So this is the question, is this just another short-term adjustment? The derivative market, smart money, is saying this decision is important because if they start to rise, it will signal the start of a long-term trend of steadily rising interest rates. Fortunes will be made and lost betting on this question, and it is the derivative markets where all the action will play out. As a final note, I never did discover the reason for my daughter's sudden interest in derivatives. <laughs>